Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and if we haven't met, I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Visions Buchanan Campus, and today we are in the beautiful 21st Psalm, written, we think, by King David, and today I'll be reading in the English Standard Version. It says this, O Lord, in your strength the king rejoices, and in your salvation how greatly he exalts. You have given him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. For you meet him with rich blessings. You set a crown of fine gold upon his head. He asked life of you and you gave it to him. Length of days forever and ever. His glory is great through your salvation. Splendor and majesty you bestow on him. For you make him most blessed forever. You make him glad with the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord, and through the steadfast love of the Most High, he shall not be moved. Your hand will find out all your enemies. Your right hand will find out all who hate you. You will make them as a blazing oven when you appear. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath, and fire will consume them. You will destroy their descendants from the earth and their offspring from among the children of man. Though they plan evil against you, though they devise mischief, they will not succeed. For you will put them to flight. You will aim at their faces with your bows. Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. Well, I don't know about you, but that kind of makes me just want to jump up and holler. <laughs> That's what I feel here from David in this psalm is just such exuberance. This guy is on fire and he is so grateful for the goodness of the Lord, for the strength of the Lord, for the victory and the blessings that God has bestowed upon him as king. And what a beautiful way to do it. And you know, we're only in the 21st Psalm so far, but we've been seeing a pattern in the various psalmists where, you know, obviously it's it's good to pour out our heart and our complaints before the Lord, um, and then to remind ourselves what is true about him and his character. But in this particular Psalm, there is just thanksgiving, there is just praise, and there is a very appropriate emphasis over and over and over about who is being praised? It is God. And over and over and over, the psalmist uses the words, you, 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 Lord, um, have done this. And, I, and that's just such a powerful and important part of this psalm and of this celebration, really, um, that David has. The king rejoices in your strength, Lord. How great is his joy in the, um, it says in, in my translation, in your salvation, how greatly he exalts. Um, also can be said, how great is his joy in the victories that you give. You've granted him his heart's desire and not withheld the request of his lips. So we just see this declaration of joy, of celebration, um, his happiness really in God's strength and the victories that God has granted. And this just talks to, it speaks to um, the alignment of David's heart to God because he does not doubt or miss for a second in this entire 13 verses that it is God who has granted these things in God alone. And so I think that's a good challenge for all of us. You know, it's easy um, to run to Jesus or it can be easier to run to the Lord with our problems and our complaints and our sorrows. 
but um, he is deserving of all glory and honor and praise and recognition at, in all of our happiness as well, because clearly um, God is who grants those things. And it's interesting in verses three and four, where he talks about the crown of gold on his head. Again, just acknowledging that yes, he has authority, but he knows that that authority was placed on him and that he asked for life and it was given to him length of days forever and ever. You know, we can only assume what was really in the heart of David as he as he read this, whether it was actually his physical days or just his understanding um, that he had an eternal life. We have the promise of eternal life in Christ Jesus. So length of days, whether that be physical days on this earth or just length of days um, in relationship to eternity, God has granted that for those who believe in him and who love him and who have accepted um, the beautiful gift of salvation through his son. So that's... Those two verses are very encouraging as well. And verses five and six, though the victories you gave, um, this king's glory is great. You've bestowed on him splendor and majesty again and again, emphasizing that any glory, any honor, any blessing that King David or any king has has enjoyed is a direct result of God and so um, cannot be self-achieved. And so the mention, I, I love here too as well, um, in verse six, because he says, for you make him most blessed forever. You make him glad with the joy of your presence. And, you know, I really believe that all of the rest of these verses that, that David or any other person would not be able to write with such sincerity without having truly experienced the intimate joy of a close relationship with God, the joy of his presence, um, the shocking uh, access that we have to God Almighty um, and how important that relationship is um, for us as it was for King David. Verses seven and eight kind of highlight the trust um, that he has in the Lord. And I love too, in verse seven, it says, though the steadfast love, through the steadfast love of the most high, he shall not be moved. Again, just a reminder, friends, today that there is nothing that's going to happen to us, nothing that we will experience that God is not present, that he is not with us, that he is not for us, and that he has not allowed. So even in the hard, even in the difficult, even in the things we don't understand, we can rest easy knowing that he does know and he is present and he will be our firm foundation. We shall not be moved as long as we are in the arms of the Most High. And so I love that. And then he also goes into kind of um, the imagery in verses 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12, just this, uh, the imagery of God's hand seizing his enemies, um, which really just refers to the divine intervention that God um, places on, on those he loves. And especially in this time for the kings, um, the victories that they had, again, that intervention, David is just acknowledging it's not of himself but it's of the Lord and that God is really the ultimate authority and sovereign um, over all who oppose uh, the king and the righteous cause that they represent. So I think that's um, a powerful reminder for us as well. Um, and then I, I love the way the, the chapter ends as well. It just says, be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. And so it's just such a vivid picture that we see painted here about God's role as our powerful protector and warrior. Um, and the, also just the importance of trust and faith and that intimacy, that relationship, the presence of God that really paves the way for our ultimate success and triumph over adversaries. 
And, you know, again, I think it's important to see this psalm in the context of the other psalms as well, right? Because there are days that we're on the mountaintop. And then there's the next day where we might be saying, oh, Lord, um, how long do we have to wait? Like, why are you letting these things happen? And again, we can hold both. We can hold both because we can trust in the God who is over all things, who is in all things, who is before all things, who is after all things. There's not a single thing that's catching him off guard today in your life. Um, and that's always just such a sweet, precious reminder to me that God is never reacting um, as if he didn't know. And you know, a lot of times I just have a tendency to attribute those human characteristics to him that like, oh, we got caught off guard and so we have this knee-jerk reaction. God has never had a knee-jerk reaction. He doesn't, he, he's God, he's sovereign, he's omnipresent, he's omniscient, he, he is so much more than we can hope or imagine or understand. Um, but he is our friend, scripture says. He is our provider, our protector. Um, and he wants to have that intimate relationship with us. So I pray that this psalm encourages you today to sing a song, a psalm of thanksgiving, of praise, reminding yourself who God is by telling him. Tell him who he is. Tell him what he's done and give him the glory and honor and praise due his name. And I'll do the same. Be blessed. Mm -hmm.